Rosie. Rosie, wake up. Quit it, Scotch. Rosie, I'm serious. Mm. Cole is gone. What? Cole is gone. Where did she go? I, I don't know. Well, you were sleeping right next to her. I was asleep. God, Scotch, can't you just... I, I didn't do anything wrong. No, you never Rosie, do he's right. He didn't do anything. So what do we do? Well, she can't have gone far on foot, right? She'd have crossed the bridge, and that must take time. Maybe if we just drive? Okay. Okay, we'll drive. The car was working fine. What's happening? It's in the sand. We're stuck in the sand. Why did you park in the sand? I don't know. I've never driven on a beach before. All right, I'm going to get out and push the wheels. You are. Not with my hands, with my power. Are you sure you can? Yes. Okay. Come on, just a little push, baby. I'm gonna keep revving the engine. Okay. One. Two. Three. It's okay. Try again. One. Two. Three. Mm. There we go. I, I got it. One. Two. Come on, Audrey, you got it. One, two. I can't do it. It's okay. It's okay. It's a big van. It's hard. No, I used to be able to do stuff like that, and now I just can't. Well, maybe you're tired. Maybe you could just... No! Rosie, it's going away. What am I going to do? I don't know. I want to be dreaming, but I know I'm not because of how tired I feel. This isn't a small desert town. This is a city where people are awake, even at 2 a.m., and I feel all of them. Stephanie Donovan is making a steak that she will stress eat while lying on her living room floor. Luis Gonzalez is dancing to the Spice Girls and trying to forget about her ex-girlfriend. Ali Shalwani is building a house made of his dead son's Legos and dreaming of moving to New York. And Nova Scotia is lying in the middle of this high school football field. But I don't need to feel her to know. I stand by the goalposts. I can hear the ocean, even though it's miles away. Not vinegar, not acid, not sugarcane pressed to mortar by fist, but salt. Salt the home taste. Salt the tide. Salt the blood. Nova. Nova. Cola? How did you get here? You kept calling my name. You weren't here. I could hear you. Stand up. Ugh, what do you want? Why were you calling for me? Don't be short with me. You never were much of a talker. Not much personality. I have a personality. You just never bothered to get to know me. Stand up. Are you threatening me? 
Maybe. I know you. I know you inside and out. I didn't need to get to know you because I know exactly who you are, Cola. You won't hurt me. You're mistaking me for Scotch. That kid killed plenty. Yeah. You made the best of us do the worst of any of us. Oh, defending your little boyfriend. I see. He's my brother. No, he's not. He's a dirty little kid from West Texas. You have no idea who anyone is, do you? What about you? Where are you from? You want to tell me. I can feel it. You're bursting. Tell me. God, you're so much nosier. This is Rosaline's doing. Tell me. California. Where? San Francisco. Here? Yes. So? So what? So why do you want me to know that? Why does that make any difference? I didn't say it did. No, no, I know it's important. It's this big buzzing thing, a giant moth. It won't get out of the room. Have you ever considered the fact that you might be crazy? Shut up. Just because I feel and think things differently than you doesn't mean anything. You're just jealous. Jealous? Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead. Ask me where you're from, little girl. What? Ask me what roadside shack I snatched you out of. I know you want to. Okay. Okay. Tell me where I came from. San Francisco. You took me from someone you knew? God, don't be stupid. You drive me up the wall sometimes. So, who are my parents? Don't you know? You know everything. You know this. Tell me. I want you to say it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on, Cola. I don't know. I'm so tired of all this knowing. I'm so, so tired and my head is spinning and I haven't eaten in days and it's all your fault. How is that my fault? You made me like this. God, you're so ungrateful. Shut up! I used to be so young and tiny like you and I was powerful. I was strong. I could light a house on fire from 20 feet away. I could perform cheer routines that ended with pyrotechnic displays I created. And then you were born. And it all went away and you grew and you grew until you took all of me, even this power, and you don't even want it. What do you mean? I mean I'm your family. I'm all you've got. You want to know who the deadbeat mama is that abandoned you to grow up in a van? It was me. That's not true. Why you never figured it out, I'll never know. Probably because in my heart, it was easier to pretend you weren't my daughter. I... I... So no. I know you won't kill me. You wouldn't kill me if I were someone off the street or your worst enemy. But you definitely won't kill me because I'm the only family you have. If I had dead parents, maybe this wouldn't be a problem. Or maybe I'd be happier with a mother and a father living on a farm in Alabama. 
hating my guts for being different than them. I wish she was dead. I wish she hadn't been the one to give me this warm glow inside my stomach. I wish she was far away and loved anyone but me. I say it. I wish you were dead. I wish I was dead too. No, you don't. But she does. She's cold and flat inside. Like everything in her has been beaten down over and over again. And I feel the same. I feel just like my mother. You look so tired. When was the last time you ate? Please, please do not pretend like you care how I'm feeling. Beyond doing something for you or finding someone for you. You're so sensitive, all of you. That's the problem. When you're sensitive, people think they can use you all up until there's nothing left. You used me! Don't you get it, Cola? Someone is always going to be using you. That's just how the world is. I want to ask you a question. Anything. When my power went away, would you have killed me? Just like all the rest of them. Would you have killed me? Scotch would have never agreed. I'm not asking about Scotch. You! Would you have wanted me dead? Maybe I should have killed you a long time ago. Maybe that would have been easier. I could have disappeared, left that van, never taken care of another kid. We wouldn't be here, and you wouldn't be in so much pain. Don't pretend like you did this for me. But I did. I made a life for you the only way I knew how. With strength and pain and fire You did a shit job. So yeah, maybe I would have killed you. But I would have done it because you're my daughter. There is blood rushing in my ears and my head is beating to an irregular rhythm. Freeverse and wild. Not Holy Ghost, but a saint of coral come to life in the night, crossing a field of brambles and thorns. The camps of pirates beat back to the bay. Back to the bay. Back to the bay. The waves are crashing and a woman in a house three blocks down yells at her husband about something he cannot fix. And somewhere, somewhere Bean is crying and crying, and everything is suspended three feet off the ground, seconds away from falling. I want you to leave. What? Get out. Out of San Francisco, out of California. I'm going to stay here, and you're going to leave. And if you don't, I swear I will track you down and have Scotch kill you. He wouldn't. Then Rosaline, she'd love a shot. You're staying here? Yes. Maybe I'll go find my dad. He's here, isn't he? Stay away from him. He's close. He's not a good person. You're not any better. I'm sorry. Cola, please come back. Come back.
I am buzzing. I am walking in the streets of a misty city, and I am buzzing. With hornets. With hornets. With hornets. With hornets. Not Santo Nino, and not a belt of storms. But this. Girls singing, an avocado in each open palm, courting doves. A moth, drawn to the light of our room you take to be your father. I have memories of the ocean that are not mine. My lover and I light a flame in my hand, and I hold it under the waves and watch as it is slowly extinguished. Maybe we will walk back to our house and make a dinner of grilled cheese on thin bread. And when we eat on our couch, my lover will whisper the sound of the ocean in my ear. There is a warm glow in my stomach. It grows every day, and I don't even mind when I can barely light a spark anymore. Because there is a warm glow in my stomach and I could never hate her. Girls singing, an avocado. My mother is surprised when I tell her, but then she holds my hand and she smells of the coffee from her diner job and my father's tobacco. I am so full of love. We can hear the waves crashing when we fall asleep in the living room that night. Somewhere beneath the static of the TV and the rushing of the cars. And the first time my lover and I teach each other hate. I run to the rocks out by the ocean, and I think about walking straight in, but I refuse to let the glow in my stomach be extinguished by something so rough and beautiful. A few minutes later, I am joined by my lover. He has found me. A moth, drawn to the light of our room you take to be your father. He has found me. Cola? Cola, darling, are you all right? What's wrong with her? She looks pale. Well, what do I do? Oh, she's falling, falling! I got her, I got her. She's so small. I think she's sick. Where's Georgia, honey? Where's your mother? My mother? Where is she? She's gone. Cola? Cola, stay with me, honey. We gotta go. Cola! Aren't you scared? I'm not. I want it gone. Rosie? I don't know. I'm not scared. Maybe I'll miss it, but I just want a normal life. Are you that afraid? I just don't know what I'm gonna do when it's gone. Ever since I was little, I could pull the TV remote across the room or brush my teeth with no hands. It's built into my life the way my hands are built into my body. You can't just take away my hands. Who am I gonna be? The day I wake up and I realize I'm not telekinetic is the day I realize I don't really know who I am at all. I'm so, so scared of that. I don't think you get it, Rosie, like you have a family. Cola and Scotch and I know people have treated you badly, but maybe you're still wanted where you come from. 
maybe your parents would look at their beautiful child who walks in and illuminates a room with or without her powers and want her back. But I've never felt like that before. This is what I have and it's gonna be taken away from me. I'm not leaving. I'm not going back to my parents and I don't care what they think of me because you're my family now. And Scotch too. Thanks. Your power isn't the only thing you have. You have us. You have Cola, once you find her, and maybe you wake up one day and you're not telekinetic, but it doesn't matter because the same day you wake up, I'm going to be laying right next to you, and I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Do you believe me? Yes. You're a good person, Rosie. I don't know. I just know that I love you. Hey! You kids! Shit. We have to move. Who is that? He tried to kill Nova back in Arizona. So? I don't know, just trust me. We have to move. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hey, stop running. Don't you want to know where your sister is? Cola? Where is she? And when you were born, you were the light of my life. You're so tiny. There were problems, of course, at the hospital. And we racked up all these bills, which wasn't great because I'd lost my job. So when we brought you home, well, there was a lot of tension. We fought. Your mother was quite fiery. And then one day, things got out of hand. She tried to kill me, hit me with a lamp. I can't imagine what made her so angry. But she took you in the van and she left. How did you find me? I, well, speak of the devil. May we speak outside? Sure thing. Cash. Somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Danny boy. Okay, okay, it's in my car. Why don't you take my keys and- Don't need them. You don't need them? I can get in myself. And if it's not enough, I'll just take the car too. Motorcycle ain't too good in the rain. No, no, there's enough. Good. The other kids are in the waiting room. I know she wanted to see them. Well, this is going smoothly, don't you? Your daughter was in a coma. She was starving, and that's not my fault. The important thing is, she's here and Georgia doesn't have her anymore. What? I just think... You're a vindictive son of a bitch is all. How dare you? I don't work for you anymore. Well then, get out. I'll call security. Well, I don't have much of a stake in this case anymore. But I'd like to let you know one thing. That little girl in there is special. I think you should take care of her. Well, she's my daughter, isn't she? Georgia was your wife, and we both know how that turned out. Wouldn't be surprised if you were the one who taught her how to give someone a black eye. All right. Security! Have a good day, Mr. Chambers. I hope I never see you again. Dick. Nova? Junebug. Hi. Why are you here? I wanted to see what a high school looked like. What do you think? I think it looks like a trash fire. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, I know. Junebug... You left me. I know, and I'm sorry. Are you, though? Yes. Yes, I'm so sorry. You told me you hated me. I was joking. No, you weren't. 
I kind of hoped that you were, but I think you've always hated me. Bug. No, I, I really know now. Where are you going? I don't know, anywhere else. You can't leave. You can't tell me what to do. I'm not a little kid anymore. Let go of me. You have to take me with you. Nova. Please take me with you. No. God, you stupid little girl. Just do what I tell you. Ah! Stop it! Let go of me. Stop! Why do you hate me so much? Oh, no! What are you so afraid of? You said I couldn't kill you. You don't even know what I can do. Nova? Nova? <laughs> and you must be Scotch. I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. When can we see her? I want to apologize. For what? On behalf of my wife's behavior. Her behavior? Just a figure of speech. I know firsthand what an awful woman she is, and I can't imagine what you kids have had to go through. Why are you apologizing? Because I feel for you. I know what it's like to live in close proximity to her. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Can we see Cola now? Yes, about that. Right now it's family only. Well, we're her- Her legal family. And she's very overwhelmed. She's been talking to you? Yes. And I hate to drop this on you, kids, but I don't think it would be best for you to be interacting with her. What? You're the one who's been taking care of her? Rosie's been doing a good job. I'm sure you've tried your best, but do you know when the last time she ate was? I'm not sure. We've been trying to help her. We've been worried. And that's part of the problem, too. You know she's a very empathic girl. All your emotions, your problems, and I sympathize, I do. But I'm not sure it's the best environment for her to recover. She's going to be staying with me. I want to talk to her now. Well, she doesn't want to talk to you. What? She doesn't want to see you. It's been too much for her, and you nearly died in her care. Well, why did Solomon bring us here then? I thought seeing you all might help her, but... I'm sorry, I'm just telling you what she said. But she's safe here. I've been trying to save her from George Nova, as you know her, for years. She's going to live in a house, eat real food, get better. What about us? I can call social services for you. No, I'm 18. But the rest of you? They're not going anywhere. Are you sure you can take care of them? I'm worried what happened to Cole could happen to one of you. Here, let me call a social worker friend of mine. No, it's... We're leaving. Thank you, Mr. Chambers, but we'll be fine. It's really no big... Goodbye. Rosie, are you... We can come back another time and see if she wants to see us then. No. She doesn't want to see us. I know we've been weighing her down for years. All our guilt and anger and sadness, and she gets all of it. She told me she thought it was going to kill her. It almost did kill her. If she can't be near us, I get it. I want her back. We wanted to be good people, Rosie. We can still save her. We just have to leave. Rosie? Okay. Okay. Let's get out of the city.
This has been episode 8 of The Van, Archipelagic. The poem in this episode is by R. Ray Villanueva. This episode was written and directed by M. Montuani and produced by Jane Riegler. The role of Cola was played by Leslie Gideon. The role of Nova Scotia was played by Dina Laura. The role of Scotch was played by Jeff Hebner. The role of Junebug was played by Julia Rose Herman. The role of Audrey was played by Elliot Francis Flynn. The role of Rosaline was played by M. Montuani. The role of Solomon was played by Vinnie Ali. And the role of Danny was played by Graham Rowett. This episode is engineered by Ryan Dorsey and edited and sound designed by the absolutely indisposable Christian Ayala. As usual, our wonderful music was composed by Haley and Camellia Redo to Black Cube Angel. Check them out on SoundCloud. They're the best. And a special thanks to Hannah Smart who makes our beautiful artwork. Check us out online at The Van Radio. And if you're interested in helping us make a little money to pay our actors and artists, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thevanradio. We'll also have an Indiegogo coming up soon. This is the final episode of our season, and we'll be going on hiatus now before season two. Getting this season out has been such an adventure, and I couldn't have done it without my whole team. A special thanks to all the lovely people in our audio fiction community, namely the support of Julia Schifini, Marissa Tandon, V. Silverman, Jordan Cobb, Alex Welch, and Gabriella Urbina, and so many others. Also, thank you to Katie Sachin for reading all my scripts and consistently standing my girl Rosaline. And a final thank you to Ryan and Zachary at Whale Bus, without whom I would still be editing the same episode of a comedy about storm chasers that was never going anywhere. You both are stars. To our listeners, my never-ending love. We'll see you soon. The van is a part of Whale Bus. <laughs>